So I'm really excited about this episode today. I just got done recording it and I cannot wait for you to hear it. I have a big reveal today. I start talking about the definition of Reiki, what my sessions look like, and all of some of, not all of, but some of the capabilities that I share through my messages. So enjoy. Today's the day. Thanks for showing up. I'm Allison Shuhazi, a super fan of energy work and engaging the intuition. My career has spanned many genres, bringing me to become an intuitive coach and Reiki master. I continue to collect a bundle of pivotal moments, whispers of wisdom, and funny stories that have helped keep me real along this journey. I hope that this podcast will ignite a spark within you to connect with your intuition and your whispers of wisdom. So get ready because it's time to shift today with me, Allison. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back. We're jumping in. Big episode. I'm going to reveal some things today, which I'm actually very excited about and have a great story to go along with it. So with all of this, one of the main themes throughout my life has been uncertainty. And we're going to just clear it all up today because it's, it's just something that has fueled the fire to keep me pushing through to try things others wouldn't dare. And I've also allowed it to hold me back by hiding behind another person's should shields. All right. We all have the should shields. Either I think you should be doing this or you think I should be doing that. So we all have them. It's a thing. We all have them. But sometimes the most uncertain decisions can lead to the most amazing experiences. And this is 100% true for me and what I've been through on my journey. And when I am paying attention to my abilities that I know now are true, I can just roll with the flow effortlessly. And it's just become so much more amazing. Well, just last week, I had a client session. It was a Reiki session with a, uh, someone I know, but it was her first Reiki session. Um, but this one was different because we did it over Zoom. Okay, so I've been conducting all of my other ses- sessions remotely um, with, you know, phone call and distance Reiki follow-ups, whatever. But I am a connector. Like I like to really hold my sessions in person. I prefer to meet with the client here at my healing room or at their place because I just felt, I always felt like, and now clearly it's changed, but I just felt like the connection was more reliable if we were in person until last week, there was something that shifted in me through that session that just boosted my confidence, especially in with what I do with my energy work and my intuitive messages. Well, I want to share with you so you know what a Reiki session looks like, because some people are like, Reiki, I don't understand what it is. What does it look like? What does it mean? So I'm going to kind of define all of that for you right now. First of all, no two sessions are alike. The fundamentals remain the same, but the outcomes are always different for sure, because we are all individuals. Now, when my clients first arrive, or actually before my clients arrive, I do have a connection um, session with my spirit guides. 
This allows me to access the energy sources needed for that client for that day in that moment. Um, And for a Reiki session, I have clients come to my healing room. I do prefer that. I will meet a client at their location. However, I have noticed um, that they tend to be more open and relaxed into the moment if they are out of their element, out of their, out of their, their environment and they come into another healing source. And I know this true for myself too. I go and see someone for Reiki myself and I prefer, um, when I had my foot surgery, she came to me, but I, I prefer to go to her location because I just feel like I can relax into her space. Um, it just, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Anyway, back to the session. So when a client comes in, we have minimal conversation because I don't want what they say to influence the messages that I receive. Now, not everybody uh, who does Reiki um, sessions receives messages for people. Sometimes it's just the sharing of the energy. However, the Reiki practitioners that I work with Almost everyone receives messages for people um, because it helps open up our intuitive nature. Um, So that is what that means when I'm saying messages. Um, And I do like to set up the moment, the atmosphere, and I make sure that we both silence our phones right off the bat. Let's, you know, keep it nice and quiet and subdued. I like candles. I definitely cleanse the space before they arrive. Um, and I have some nice soothing music playing, which is a really good way just to chill into the moment, right? Um, and sometimes, well, usually all the times so I involve crystals. I'm a big fan of crystals. I didn't realize this, but I've been a big fan of rocks and crystals my entire life. I remember collecting rocks and crystals as a kid, just walking around. Oh, that's so pretty. I had to collect it. Well, this last session I had, you know, over Zoom, I still was called to, I I pulled out my uh, self-mind clear quartz and a tree agate that I had at hand. So I had those. And then comfort is key. And then in person, I have my client get comfortable on my Reiki table. And then in the Zoom session, I just made sure to let her know that she needed to find a cozy, quiet place to sit or lie down so she could sink into the relaxation of the moment because that's key. Um, I know folks can do that when they come here to me, and I wanted to make sure she did that in her space as well. And if anything, it helps create another space in your home that you can figure out how to sink into. It's kind of cool. So just like an in-person session, I talked her through this client through an intention-setting state and a breath process to help her quiet her mind and stay present monkey mind. Have we all heard of that? That can happen when we go see someone and we, you know, we need, we're in pain or we're struggling with something emotionally or both. It's really hard to quiet the mind. Um, And that's one thing that I really try to practice at the beginning. And I can feel when the energy is not settling, I can definitely feel it when they're for sure sinking in. Um, But when it's still a monkey mind, I might talk through the process a little longer um, for everybody. And again, it's different for each person, but it's, it's one of those fundamentals that we, we work with. And then over Zoom, I sat back and I went into my meditative state to allow the energy to flow. Now, 
Here's a little background about Reiki. Reiki is a gentle relaxation technique that delivers calming energy to promote the reduction and or reversal of negative responses, whether it's physical irritations, anxiety, fear, stress, etc. I mean, there's so many, right? This is also a holistic approach that simply helps you relax into yourself so that you can take control of your feelings with a nurturing approach to well-being so that you feel amazing at the end. I've never had anyone get off my table or leave a session like, oh my God, I feel worse than I did before. It's always like, oh my gosh, I need this every day. (laughs) It's really a beautiful feeling. And now I always have this disclosure. I have this on my brochure. I think I have it on my website. It's it's a thing. Reiki is drug-free. It's non-denominational. It's non-political. It's not a massage. But it's 100% positive energy. And it helps engage your life force energy to where it's needed in your body and your life at that time. So sometimes when we have like an ache or a pain, it could be a past energy flaring up because of an emotional blockage that we're feeling. Have you ever thought of that? Like you might be having going through something emotionally or mentally and you're like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I'm so aggravated. And all of a sudden your knee pain, your back pain, your neck pain, your finger pain, whatever comes back with a vengeance, your stomach gets upset and you're like, oh, it's my stomach, it's my knee, it's my elbow, it's my whatever. But it really could be your emotional blocks. You could be putting up some blocks in your body. Well, Reiki session can help you release those blocks to allow the energy to flow freely to the areas that are needed to be healed, not just physically, but emotionally, truly. So I have uh, several friends who suffer from migraines And when they flare up now, because I've had them on my table, they'll give me a call and come in for a session. And it's really cool to see what is relieved because things are revealed and healed at the same time. When we open up those flows, when we open up those blockages. So some might call themselves healers. I do not consider myself a healer. I am a facilitator. That's what I feel like I do. I facilitate. I am here to help you improve your situation because I feel everybody holds their own power for healing. I can't do anything that's going to make you open up and release something if you don't want to do it. You have to be willing to move forward and release those blockages. I'm just here to facilitate the energy that's needed to go where it is needed Now, I do try to practice Reiki every day in some form, typically for myself um, and for my family. Um, But here's a question I have because I do get this a lot. And now, do you pray? I do. Of course I do. But it's different now. With my daily energy practice, it's filled with so much more gratitude that allows me to be present. I'm not asking for anything anymore. I don't have an expectation. It's all about intention. So I listen to my mind. I listen to my body. I listen to my soul. And I definitely listen more to my intuition. 
for sure. So I do, I mentioned before, I practice and facilitate Reiki for my family, for friends, obviously for clients. And even sometimes when I'm out and about and I can feel the energy is off in a store and an airport and a plane, which I haven't been there lately, but hopefully soon when things open up, I will practice Reiki on someone because it's only positive energy that's flowing. That's the only thing. Well, since I began practicing my Reiki, my other senses and psychic abilities have definitely become awakened and they continue to become enhanced. And that has been a very hard phrase for me to say. My other senses and psychic abilities have become awakened. They've always been here. And so back to the uncertainty I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Now with all the writing and the discovery through my intuitive sessions, I have been uncovering past experiences, feelings, and behaviors that I've had. I have moments of clarity that reveal things in my past, and it's just, it's amazing and pretty cool. Now, things that I knew, like I could sense someone's presence who was no longer here. I could hear someone speaking to me, but I couldn't see them. It's like, who, what? Have you ever had that? Well, I do. And now I understand what it means and what I need to listen to. Things that I could feel, like I used to remember being younger and feel like I could feel someone's feelings and it would completely overwhelm me. And as I got older, it became more and more overwhelming. Why do I get so overwhelmed with such a simple feeling that has nothing to do with me? Well, now I know this is the life of an empath, and I will be doing a whole episode on that in the future. That's a big deal. I meet a lot of clients who are empaths. And I also have, this is the thing that comes to me, I have premonitions of what's coming. And I was always so afraid to share them. Now I write them in journals. I journal, journal, journal. I write everything down so that I know when it does happen. See, I knew it was coming. And I never had anyone, I, when I was younger, and again, it's no one's fault, it's just life, but I never had anyone to talk to about the things that I thought, I thought I was the only one having these weird feelings and hearing voices and experiences. I thought I was the only person in the world who felt all of these things. And basically, I think it's because it was taboo, because it didn't fit into any of the regular boxes where everyone else was taught to live and that we were taught to live in. And that's fine because that's all we knew. If that's all you know, that's all you know how to teach. So growing up, I did feel very awkward. I felt really misunderstood. And I always felt like the odd girl out because I just wanted to fit in. I wanted to fit in, but I had all these other things going on. And none of the boxes that were around me were comfortable. It was awful. It felt so uncomfortable. But yet it's all I knew. And I knew it was because it's all anyone around me knew, right? And here's a few of the boxes. I made a list of these boxes and maybe you can relate to some of them. So the family box, which super awkward because after all, if you realize this, all families are blended not just divorced families. That like annoys me when they say, oh, it's a blended family. Well, guess what? When you marry someone, 
you're the stranger, the outsider that may or may not be welcomed into that family, right? It's a blend. Every family has a blend. And let's be honest, families are the worst communicators of any group on the planet because we're loaded. All families, I don't care who you are, greatest family, whatever. Every family is loaded with secrets. Some are significant and some are just most really, truly are just trivial. And then we have the school box, right? Everyone doesn't learn the same way, people. I know I didn't. I had a really tough time learning the same way they wanted everyone else to learn. But there are standards set so that we all should, here's the should shield, should learn what someone has told us that we need to know by a certain age or else we're inadequate. Nope, I don't believe that. The friend box. This was this was always been a thing for me. The friend box of desperately wanting to be accepted until you wake up and realize these relationships are yours to choose from. And when you stop trying so hard to be someone's friend or wanting someone to be your friend, the best friendships are effortless. So true. So true. When I let down all those should shields, when I stopped beating my head against some other people's should shields, things got so much easier. And then how about this box? The religion spiritual box. Okay. The worst for me growing up, but yet the one I wanted the most. But then the restrictions, the shoulds, the rules, the shame, the defiance, the mystery, the sacrifice, the fear, the enlightenment. I mean, I could go on and on all day, right? Interesting, interesting box. But now in my life, the dust is settling. The world is brighter. Colors are brighter. Noise is less. And I can hear the sound of what is naturally in store for me every day. I feel my feet with the energy just flowing from the earth. I don't know if you've ever heard this grounding business, which I'm going to do a whole episode on in the future. But every morning I walk, I wake up, I go outside and I put my feet on the ground. This morning it was wet, but I did it and it felt amazing. It's almost like I can hear what is needed from coming from the earth. I know people think I'm kooky when I say that, but it's true. It is what it is. So now back to my Reiki and coaching sessions. I connect with my guides and my clients' guides, and I'm open to channel to what is needed for the client. Not what's needed for me, but what's needed for the client. And I release all uncertainty and let the energy and the messages flow. And I have figured out a way to decipher between what messages are coming in for me than what is for the client or whoever I'm with. I have a way to decipher that in my mind. And a lot of times I will get examples of things that have happened in the past of a way to explain those messages to people. It's fascinating. It's so interesting. One of the biggest questions um, people are afraid I'm going to take on if they have some negative negativity, if they have some pain, if they have stuff, I do not take in darkness. It's not allowed. I have a way to shield myself. I call it my golden bubble. Um, I can, 
actually I should do a whole other episode on that because I think there is a way that we can all protect ourselves and I bounce things off of myself. So I no darkness is allowed in. Um, love, truth, honesty, joy, connections are all pushed back out, but no, no darkness ever, ever. I don't let, allow it to come in anymore. I, I did. I didn't realize it, um, but I learned that. So overall, if we think about after writing all this to this morning, I was thinking about uncertainty really is a choice. It really is. So I have a choice. I can choose the route of fear and shame and staying on the negative side of the uncertainty or, or this is where I'm going. You know, I like to make the shift or I slow down and I listen to my intuition. I'm sharing my gifts. I'm talking about it now, which now leads me more to meaningful outcomes. And I know there's more adventures ahead. I just, I know it. So when I hear, I leave it in God's hands. I smile and this really makes me feel good. And I think, you know what? So do I, but he's busy. And that is why he has given us a magnitude of choices. He's definitely part of my tribe of spirit guides. And when I hear the messages come through for a client, I deliver them. I no longer hold back because of uncertainty because each and every time I have had a session with a client and I deliver the messages meant for them, it leads to an unexpected wonder and questions of, oh my God, how did you know that? And how could you know that? Like, what? It's so cool, which always leads to us having this beautiful conversation and leaving us on the highest, highest energy vibe. It's awesome. It's just so fantastic when I have a session with someone. Well, just for today, decide which side of uncertainty do you want to be on? Do you want to continue to stay in the box and be led by fear? Or do you want to step out of the box and see what adventures are waiting for you? Hmm. Pretty good questions, don't you think? Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Now, if you need some help connecting to your energy, maybe releasing some discomfort or pain, intuition tune-up, I love those, um, or just a boost in your capacity, give me a shout. Drop me a line. I'm conducting these Zoom, Reiki, and coaching sessions as gifts throughout the month of May. If you would like just to connect and have a chat. All of my contact information is in my show notes. If you did like this episode, I'm learning. Reviews are fantastic, but please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. That will help boost my ratings and I'll get more listeners and give you more stories, which will be amazing. Also, please feel free to share this episode with a friend. Well, until next time shift today into a greater tomorrow.